Brooklyn Radio, alright? This is how we doing it, New York style. This is Small Talk. My name is DJ Ayers, and I'm here with Dances with White Girls. Hey, what's good? This is Dances. Um, tell me about the Pitbull record, first of all. Um, I wouldn't say, I mean, it's weird. It's not exactly, um, the new Pitbull record, which is Pitbull featuring TJR, Don't Stop the Party. TJR's management asked me to record the vocal drop for it, to re-record the vocal drop. And I didn't know it was going to be on the Pitbull record. I just recorded it. And then one day I'm like, because I do top 40 DJing still, and I'm listening to the record, I'm just like, oh, new Pitbull record featuring TJR. And I'm like, oh, yep, this is my voice. But <laughs> I didn't say anything about it until TJR said something because, you know, that's how those things are. You like yeah, don't really talk yeah. about those things. It's like, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, millions of people hear me say, I even know what the I you know what the vocal drop is. I'm stoned right now. It's like everybody be quiet. Everybody like, don't be y'all quiet. Y'all wanna get down tonight. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> In the old black man voice. But yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> That's like your Oliver Dollar moment, right? No, yeah, it's actually it's yeah, it's a, it's definitely a um it's one of those sort of things, yeah. yeah. It's funny. Th- that that must be kind of surreal. Well it's well, it's it's very weird to like go and play a song and then have somebody <laughs> request a song that's like i'm like oh yeah but i'm like it's cool but it's like also i don't know i'm not mad at it so it's a cool uh, thing is in a world where like i would like if i die like the worst thing i have is that millions of people have heard my voice on the record that's like not a bad thing but like <laughs> for what it's doing to me right now it's like it's, it's not I always joke I'm not gonna go whisper to a girl like yo this is my voice girl peep that like I'm not gonna yeah, do that so. yeah, it's more like hey baby it's a long story <laughs> it's a, yeah but it's cool though I, I like Pitbull and it's dope and TJR is a dope producer so yeah who is TJR and like why, why should I know TJR TJR produced okay so that song originally was Funky Vodka a beat port number one out on oh yeah yes shit. that's funky vodka right yeah yes yeah that's, see that's the thing about pitbull songs is it's never not a top beat yeah port song. it's literally beat port number one funky vodka so that's why you should know him and yeah he's, and he's like on he's on rising music which is like chris lake stuff yeah. and like, oh so it's like a it, it's like a feature but it's like a feature that they negotiated for because they had already just done the song yeah yeah and it's basically i'm um, like a you know, like the re-record of the vocal sample sort of thing, you know, the way to, but yeah, you know, the way it goes. Fuck, what a dream come true <laughs> that you can have a hit and you're like, oh, cool, I got a hit. And then you get that call, you know, like, oh, I mean, your hit is now a hit, like a real I hit. I mean, that, that dude is a, I mean, his, his next track just went, is actually number three on Beatport right now. And I'm actually going to do um, vocals on another one of his records. So it's actually going to be him featuring me. Yeah, 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 which is cool. I feel like um, in the '90s, as a hip hop DJ, it got to a point where you couldn't really hold on to your. Um, and when I say you, I mean me. You, uh, I couldn't hold on to like not playing pop music anymore. It just, I, I guess, around like Cisco, whenever that happened, yeah, yeah. it stopped being a possibility. And so there's guys that were working. And we're playing pop music and playing Cisco and also going back and playing, you know, Neptune's Timberland and DJ Premier and all that shit when you yeah. can still play that. Um, and you couldn't really afford to be a snob. 
And I feel like there's the house version of that too. You know what I mean? Like there, there's house people who are, who are strictly like, I only listen to this one type of house and blah, blah, blah. And there's people that go out that are like, you know, yeah, Afrojack, that's cool. You know what I mean? Like you, you kind of don't see the distinctions anymore because it's all in the club yeah. rather than it just being like things that you write on your backpack or whatever. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I guess that that I mean, I, I see that to a point, but then it all depends. You know, like if you're going to house clubs, you can really. It all depends if it's like producer centric or d or just a party. You know, like. It, you, you know, because I feel like you can go to house music clubs and like or anything, and you can just just play house music and not play pop stuff. And but you can play pop stuff and nobody's mad. But you, it, can, it really depends because if it's if it's uh, Justin Martin, he actually can't play pop stuff. Yeah, but if it's you or me, who it's we're not in there because it's our name. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you're playing two, three hours, maybe even six hours in New York. Like you're just playing songs that go yeah but the thing but that's like if i do like my uh, my, my like like my working gig sometimes yeah but if i go to labane or something yeah. or whatever like i'm well I, first of all it's me so i'm gonna go play a hip-hop record and i might if just because i like it you know i you know i'll play two one two but you know that's because like dudes like you and like Wes, you guys like it's cool to have that like you know sort of poppy whatever thing in there you know yeah but i i would never even i would never if I got like booked like like a dance to white girls gig, yeah. I probably even though it's my voice on it and I like the record, it would mm. be so hard for me to play Pitbull "Don't Stop the Party." Like you, like you, you almost can't do that and like that sort of thing. Even like just like certain places where you just can't do that, you know. talking about the virtues of marrying white women uh which you're very familiar with um so is it was that like a life dream for you or did it just turn out that way because your your artist name is dances with white yeah, girls but that has nothing to do with like having sex <laughs> with white girls so it's it's a it's a, it's a whole other thing but um i don't honestly i um the the only thing about like Mary, it's like well she's swedish so you know it's funny because I actually sort of like Sweden even without going there. Like I like Scandinavian clothes. I like I actually my first DJ gig was at this spot, Good World, and um, in in Chinatown, which is like a Swedish restaurant. And like I used to like be like bad Swedish people. They there, had so. the most beat up fucking rig there. Yeah, it was really rough, really rough there. And I mean, I don't. A lot of cocaine though. Yeah, I wasn't getting. <laughs> And it was wild, yeah. And I mean, whew, it's good work, but yeah. I mean, the white—I don't know. I mean, it's—I don't think it's like a, for some dudes, it's like a dream come true. I mean, obviously, having a wife is like a dream come true, but it's not like the white thing, you know. I like the European thing because it's cool because it's stuff I like might not know about, or I can like go to Sweden. Your mom it, was she giving you pressure, or was she just totally happy for with you to to do whatever? My mom didn't know I was married until I got married. Right. Okay. My mom didn't know got I had it. a girlfriend until I got married. Got it. 
Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. So uh, you didn't have like a, a best man in a ring bearer type of situation. No, my boy OJ, he was like sort of the best man, slut lust. You Shout know. out. Shout out to slut I almost lust. invited him here, but I thought it might be it might be too much for the first time. Yeah, it'd be, we should we should do well, me and, me and OJ, but it's... <laughs> I feel like me and you and him all trying to talk at the same time, like really excited, might not be the best thing for people to listen to. It's not going to really work that way. He and I went to um, to the Jay Z concert a few (laughs) weeks ago, and he he was he was um, if I guess if you grew up in New York, you have to like Nas more than Jay Z, or there's a lot of people that feel that way, and just just on some contrarian shit, and also like Jay Z is this weird gentrification force yeah and, and especially we were feeling that at the barclays center because the barclays center is that i mean like everybody in the fucking crowd is from long island in new jersey yeah and it's the people that go to williamsburg on the weekend they yeah. didn't used to go there five years ago like the people that ruined savalas basically yeah those are the people yeah so so we're all in the back and and uh oj slutlust is uh had, had tipped the usher so that we could do drugs like, <laughs> at the Barclays Center. It was a really weird night. So, so because we're in the very back row, we're like watching everybody. You know, sixteen thousand people or whatever it is, or sixty. I don't have. I can't have a head for numbers like that at that level. But uh, watching all of them go crazy for like Jay Z playing um, the bullshit song with Chris Martin on it oh like, that one yeah with extended guitar solos and shit it was like fuck this stadium rap i mean it's it's like it's like 80s hair metal like extended weird shit like you know kanye will put a bridge in the song where there doesn't need to be a bridge and it's good yeah it's on some right. like emerson lake and palmer shit which is like i feel yeah yeah no absolutely yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's not a principle that I'm against. It's just song to song. You've got to decide oh, I mean, if you like it or not. Yeah, I mean, that Kingdom Come record, I mean, I can't believe he, I can't believe he even touches material from that. That's right. that's crazy. That just shows how cocky Jay-Z is. Because, like, mad artists would, like, never touch material from Kingdom Come. He'll go do the records. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I think it's also really smart, him knowing his audience, that, that that's who's in the house. You know what I mean? Like, he's he starts with... Uh, uh, he starts with uh, where I'm from, Marcy's son, you yeah. know, all that shit. Because because they're doing this whole PR thing where they're like, "Hey, Brooklyn, the new Manhattan." Like that, that, that's, yeah. that's what this entire thing is. That's why yeah. that's why they had people out at those shows. They did eight nights in a row and made the tickets really cheap so they could get as many pos- people oh. as possible to come see the most popular thing in New York. You know, and come see this stadium and get them used to taking yeah. the train there, and then start going to the basketball games. Exactly. Actually, I watch basketball. I watch the Nets because I, I just I'm a basketball junkie. And now you know, um, have you been to the NBA game? Yeah. You know how they have like all like the Let's Go yeah. things. There's literally a Let's Go that they play over the stadium that go that with Jay Z going, "Hey, yo, Brooklyn, where it's at." Like something like, yo, Brooklyn, you here? But like, he, it's the craziest thing ever because it's just a Jay Z drop who never yells, but they just right. play him saying that. It's the craziest thing ever. Yeah. You just got a soda stream. Yes. Right? Are you fucking with the flavors? No, nah, I use the soda stream just for the um basically for the seltzer water. Did you uh did you get that out of like in flight magazine? No, nah, it was um, actually uh it was a Brookstone. Gift from, it, it was a gift from my wife Yona, so oh, okay. Yeah. Um I've got one at home and I use it definitely less. Do you? Uh, you haven't had to replace the, well, you the see, cylinder I, yet. I haven't had. I haven't. I, that's the problem. I have to replace the cylinder. I haven't gone around to trading it in. 
Yeah, so you have to take that. You have to take like the gas cylinder to Staples and give it to them yeah. and get another one because if you don't do that, it's like it's like printer cartridges. It's like eighty dollars yeah, for, for a cylinder, and the the whole kit is like eighty five dollars. Yeah. You know, it's this plastic thing and a cylinder. Yeah, but it comes with all this fucking disgusting soda syrup. Yeah, like yeah. you can make that shit and put it in the water and make soda but it's the fucking worst soda you've ever tasted actually, in your life um but well, we actually had um because they have this swedish christmas soda and her family sent it to her and they actually gave us a swedish flavor of a soda stream did we, you do it yeah we, we did that was it all right well it's swedish christmas soda which is its own <laughs> unique flavor so you know it's it, it tastes like swedish christmas soda you know but but so you've had swedish christmas soda before that yeah, is pre-packaged I, yeah, I've had. What would you liken it to? I would say a a licoricey cola sort of flavor. Mm. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's not that. That sounds know, like you like it or you don't. It, yeah, it's 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 a subtle. It's 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 almost like I would. You, you drink that soda almost like you're like you're enjoying the flavor. I don't know. It's a weird concept. It's sweetest Christmas soda. Oh, I don't know. Have you? Uh, you haven't gone over there for the holidays, have you? I haven't been to. I mean, I've never left North America. I, oh, you haven't been to Sweden at all. Okay. Never. Yeah. You just get. You have Swedish stuff coming over well, yeah, here. No, her family came here like around us, and they brought some Swedish Christmas soda. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because you you would have to check that, and I, I don't think I would check pressurized soda <laughs> on the on wow. the airplane because That's you nervous. you might have your shit explode in That's, the in the bottom. <coughs> That's nervous. This is small talk. We're here with dances with white girls. Hey, what's up? It's dances here. Uh, did you pay attention to the Ryan Leslie shit this week? <laughs> that was so hilariously nervous. Like, I mean, it was a bad move by Ryan Leslie, but I so could see myself maybe saying that sort of thing. A million dollars for a laptop, you know? <laughs> a million dollars. <laughs> he was just excited. When, I feel a little bad for him because he was excited when he said that. And plus, I just, I like Ryan Leslie anyway. Yeah. Um, I, he he doesn't have enough hits for for his personality to really yeah. he you know what I mean he's not really a character yeah uh it it's just this guy who occasionally has amazing hits you know with whoever Snoop Dogg or whoever yeah I mean um so so what he did for our listeners who haven't paid attention to this he lost his laptop which I guess had all his music and uh, uh yeah. he needed to get it back and he didn't have a backup or anything. So he offered publicly, like on Twitter and Facebook and whatever, a million dollars. Um, I didn't read the shit. Did, who who found who got somebody, the laptop? Somebody in Germany found his laptop. Oh, he was overseas. He was overseas. Somebody in Germany found his laptop Lord. and gave it back to him. And then he sued him for the million dollars. And then at first they said it was too high or something. That the, the the judgment was too high, the, the jury threw it out, but they went to another court day, and Ryan Leslie is on hook for a million dollars. Fuck. And and I don't think Ryan Leslie has a million dollars to throw around like that. Like, yeah, I mean, it makes you do the the mental math immediately. Like, how much does Ryan Leslie get for beat? Like ballpark, let's say fifty, yeah. maybe. He gets fifty for beat, and I mean, and 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 then he obviously he he he's probably taking like well, depending. Because he's also a singer songwriter, so he might be getting a good 
good chunk of that publishing. He doesn't have any hits that are that, that I don't because he doesn't really make pop music. He's he's doing like, like fabulous songs. And yeah, R&B. I mean, but you I mean know, some R and B is really big. But you know, but it, it, it's, it's, it's I'm trying enough, to think of a hit. It's enough to well, first of all, he did um he his his one big hit was that Me and You the Cassie record. Yeah, yeah. That's um his own records like did okay to a point, you know, and he's got some other stuff. I mean, but. I don't know. He could be on stuff that I don't know about, but it's not crazy, you know. It's not like Sean Garrett or something, you know. Right. Right. Sean Garrett's the dude who did yeah and everything, but um, I or fucking I, Benny Blanco or whatever. Well, Benny Blanco, that's the whole. That is, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he could he could come up with a million dollars. I he, think he, he could, but it would, but the, the one thing about that though is that you you don't have to pay a million dollars off the bat, right? So he might just be like. Cutting checks for the next twenty five years of his life. Oh, that's like getting married and getting divorced, but you yeah. didn't even get to hit the peanut butter. Yeah, <laughs> that's what that's probably going to happen. I mean, he's probably you know, and then he's probably gonna if he's smart, he's probably just going to declare bankruptcy at some point. You know, <laughs> then he might have to give his laptop back. Probably he better back that shit up. Is it yeah? And, and then you the the second question is: Does he have a million dollars worth of work in that computer? Like even if it, well, like what does he have in that computer that's so fucking good? You know, I don't even know because he's a singer song. He's like he's a writer, and that song has to make you so much money for you get a million dollars. That's crazy. yeah, especially now. Yeah, like I, you could do a dance music record and you could become a millionaire off of that and it's nothing because you're going to travel and DJ and do all this other stuff. But Yeah, that's I what I was going to say. I don't think he does shows like that. No, he doesn't. It's, I mean, there's not enough Howard Homecomings for Ryan Leslie to perform. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, Ryan Leslie's really talented though. Yeah, he's so good. That video of him making yeah, a beat with like great. a fucking change cup or whatever. Yeah, like, so good. I love him forever for that shit. So dope. And uh, I, w- I follow you on Instagram, and a lot of your dishes look like a fucking mess. Like you, it doesn't look like you're concerned with presentation. No, you're just I'm, trying to cook some some delicious food. I'm really well. Lots of times I cook stuff, and like I'll go for the stir fry. Lots of times, also I'm like always. Well, except for a while, I'm like I was, except for like the past 
I was like on a semi diet, so I like really keep things like very like clean to a point. Yes. So when you like don't have like a starch or anything fried, you know, it's very hard to to get the you know or any piece of bread to get anything hard to hold on to it. That's what she said. <laughs> yeah, pause on that. But yeah, but so it, it's always going to be like a clump of stuff, always, you know. And I always just for like the calories, always you put beans at all times. Yeah, you know because I. You know, it's yeah, but sometimes it's yeah, it's, you know. You're looking like you've slimmed down some. Well, actually, I went up and then I, I, I was down a lot. Then I went up and now I'm slimming down again. I've got to get like down to like, I've got to lose like thirty pounds. From where you are now? Yeah. How tall are you? I'm six foot. Okay. And I'm thirty like, pounds is a lot. Twenty five. I'm like one ninety two. Oh, okay. Yeah. You don't look that big. You're wearing sweatpants and sweatshirt. No, but I, well, I just saw. But I'm actually like I bulk. I like I like I start like working out in the summer, so I like bulked up, so it doesn't look as big as like. So I since I have like muscle weight, uh-huh. I could be like heavier and stuff like that. But I'm not trying to be like 40 and be like too big because I just don't want to be like even if it's all muscle. I just I'm just like my knees can't handle that, so I got like slim down. Buster Rhymes came to the rub once <laughs> like a year ago. <laughs> And uh, he he's a big motherfucker. He's big, and, and he it's that shit where he took um, it, he took too much steroids and bulked up a lot, and then got fat. Yeah, but he, th- that I feel like that's the the quickest route to getting really fat is to work out and take too much steroids and and then like not put out an album for a while and not have to get back in shape yeah i mean you know also for the record i'm not mad at steroids i'm gonna go on the record like i'm not mad at steroids i haven't done, i haven't done a steroid cycle but i would you know if i needed to get that extra thing you know maybe i would do a steroid cycle if i, I had like an album or something to do or a movie to do right if you're r kelly and you need to be doing push-ups so you can have your shirt off on the cover yeah and you know i'm not mad at that but the thing is is you know you gotta go for like the cutting steroid which is gonna help you burn some fat you go for that size it's just not a good move. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because I mean, Buster Rhymes is is a fat dude now, and there's a lot of other dudes that like who, when Fifty Cent got fat. You know, I mean, he 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 was doing a tremendous amount of steroids for a long time. Yeah, he got he got skinny at one time for the movie though. Yeah, yeah, that was so I, creepy. That's good. I mean, I actually, you know, what's you know what's crazy is I'm a really big fan of Fifty Cent's rap uh, acting career. <laughs> I'm not even joking. Like, I need I need some examples here. Yo, he's in this one movie called um I think it's called Thirteen. It's um I, I don't know the name of it, but it's a Russian roulette film about this guy who like goes in and like has to like go in a Russian roulette tour- tournament, and he's just a side character. But you look like oh it's Fifty Cent, but you never get like the oh it's Fifty Cent's acting thing, you know? Yeah. It's like it's like it's it's like you recognize him, but you know, I I mean he's he's not like Ti acting level, you know. Even though Ti is obviously, I think he's a great. He could really be a better actor, but he hasn't got the right roles. Yeah. Okay. That's on a little side thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird because we were we were talking about Fifty Cent uh, on the last show uh, with Mero, and um, he was saying that that Fifty turned rap into wrestling uh, when he when he was beefing with everybody all the time, and yeah. it was such a spectacle. And it's, uh, I mean, I, I think that 
he's a very smart guy, and I'm sure that he saw that, like, okay, that shit is played out. I'm going to move on from it. Yeah, I mean, well, it's, it's also, first of all, it's wrestling, but, like, the one thing that people don't really understand is the exact level of danger that there is in hip-hop. Like, people don't really, it's, it's, it's not just wrestling, you know? Because 50 Cent is not going to go shoot somebody. You know, we all know 50 Cent's not going to go shoot somebody. His manager's not going to go shoot somebody. But if you're going to beef with a, a bunch of people with that many people on the payroll, something's going to happen. You know, it's, it's, it's why people, it's like that stuff that happens at the Source Awards, that stuff doesn't like, or whatever, the, the BT Awards, that doesn't like seem crazy to me. You know, like everybody has all these people around them. You know, yeah, and it just takes one person being drunk, taking the shit seriously, for some shit to pop off. Yeah, I mean, especially it's, in a club like that—that that Drake and uh, uh, what's it called? Shit. Drake, Chris Brown thing. I mean, yeah, the Chris Brown. People get on that tip, and it's I. Uh, you know, it's it's like it's like classic thing, the Crayshawn Rick Ross thing. People think it's like so crazy, and like people, like, I might, I might, but what? Even even if. Rick Ross was a correctional officer, right? Which, first of all, we know there's tons of dirty correctional officers. Like, even if, like, what makes you think that this guy is going to have this whole thing around him and that he's going to be a pussy? Like, right. like it's like, it's not going to happen like that. And it, it's, you know, and it's people, get, it, it becomes like a really thing that people think doesn't go on. But it's, it's, it's not exactly what you think. I, but it, it, but there's a lot of people around, you know, it's just like any club. <laughs> It's just like I could have crazy people. Like, why would you? It's it's the hip hop thing is not really a joke, you know. It's right. When's the last time you choked somebody in the club? I I'm not going to answer that question. <laughs> is that you? Just don't want to take it there? Uh because a I'm not going to say that I ever choked somebody out in the club ever. <laughs> I have. I mean, I haven't. I'm not. I've got too much of a reputation that i can't ever say anything <laughs> I, yeah even if i choked somebody out a year ago that's a year too close to me to have choked somebody out in the club so it's really <laughs> um i drove here uh and to get from my neighborhood to here you have to uh, you have to take malcolm x boulevard yeah uh and i was thinking about you with your perm uh, and thinking about Malcolm X, when <laughs> when when he got the perm and dunked his head in the toilet, yeah, with shorty, and having not ever gotten a perm myself, it's, uh, what is what is that shit like? It's not as bad as it was back in the day because they're, they're not using close to that same product, but it does burn for a second, and then you do have to rush and wash your hair out. You, you know, yeah. Actually, I'm actually my hair's fucked up now because I have to get a new perm, and the process is not the most pleasant process. So I don't get stoked to do it. You know, yeah. But once you're halfway in between, you have to like get perms. But I, I'm committed to getting a perm for as long as possible. I mean, I imagine it's it's not as bad as getting like a Brazilian wax or some shit. Like, oh no, because you know a Brazilian wax is a quick pain that happens. I've never. I've never had a Brazilian, but I assume it's like a quick yank, you know? Yeah, sure. This is like your but hair. It, but, but over and over again, too, though. Yeah, but it's like, you're done fight. This is going to be sizzling for like a little bit amount of time, and it has to sit there, and then you go out and you wash and you do it again, you know? But it can't burn because then you'll lose your hair, and that's not the move. But it's worth it, though. I mean, I, I've had every... I've had every black hairstyle besides dread, so it was just time for the perm. <laughs> when I get a perm, it's a different look. Yeah, it gets curly. <laughs> yeah. 
I don't know why they call it. It stands for permanent. It's it a permanent, permanent something. Yeah. But a permanent what? Yeah. Like either permanently straight or permanently curly. Yeah. Can we talk about some nerdy DJ shit for a second? Sure. Uh, you're using USBs with uh, CDJs now? Yes. It's, it's a very attractive uh, flow for people that are used to having to carry their computer to the club yeah. and being able to carry a couple of USBs in your pocket. Well, you, only carry, you, only carry, you only have to carry one because they connect through an Ethernet cable. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, so they connect through an Ethernet cable, so I have to bring one USB. It, it would, I think it would make me nervous. Like, what if you lose it? Well, that's if you lose it on the way to the gig. Yeah. But that's just like losing your laptop. I, I, I mean, I, I do I do my Saturdays where I do like, I do top 40 on that thing. I, it does, uh-huh. I just, I just do it that way. Yeah. And uh, where where's your Saturdays? I'm at Stanton Social on Saturdays. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, when you're, um, when you're playing pop music, are you picking and choosing? Like, are you saying I'm not going to play this song? I feel like whenever I play, um, a, a, a newish pop song i'm opening up the uh opening up the room to like a crazy amount of requests for other top 40 stuff that i'm not going to be able to play or really maybe i don't want to play like i don't want to stay in that chamber for that well long. at stan i've been there for like a year now uh-huh. and i sort of like do whatever like i'll play all the hits but since i i, I play like I would like to say this will be a bad term, like EDM, like pop or stuff. So yeah. it's like okay, so I'll play, t- I'll play, call me maybe. Yeah. But if I play, call me maybe, it's gonna get like into like a big, like, tongue, like like big like or like some like rattle by bingo players or something like that. That's gonna get mixed in with it, you know. Okay. So I, I like, like I'm not. <sighs> Like I play the pop stuff, and I, I'd like do a, a, like a lot of stuff to a point, but and like I play a Kesha Die Young because I like it, but I won't ever. There's a certain thing with, that I don't touch, and also if the record's old, like I don't touch it because lots of times, like what will really bang out is like my boy Johnny Coco has like a mashup of like sexy and I know it over this record Lethal Industry. It's like that since there's lots of Europeans in there, like it's like that whole like dance music pop thing, you know. So anything could basically anything can happen, but there's some things I'm just like not going to touch. I will keep it like hard on the stuff. Yeah, what's an example of something you're not going to touch? I, I won't touch like I play "Call Me Maybe" because I just like the reaction to a point. I like that but, song anyway. I like yeah, the strings. I like how it builds up, but I don't this. I feel like there's there's like Katy Perry records I won't touch. Like mm-hmm. it's just not gonna. I just I just don't touch that stuff. I don't touch. Um, Do you play any Katy Perry? I used to play Fireworks and I used to play Teenage Dream. Those are great records. Um, and I'll play some of the remixes. All right, like Tommy Sunshine has some cool remixes and stuff. But um, I don't I don't know. Like I know it when I know it. It's like yeah, anything okay, that's yeah. too. In, like I'm not gonna play Justin Bieber. It's never gonna happen. Like it's. It's just not going to happen. Let me, uh, let's listen to a little bit of music. Sure. Every time that you look in mine I promise to be 
that you need I won't leave you, baby, no Cause I just wanna love you I would never ever put nobody up above you I just wanna kiss you, baby I just wanna hug you till the end Baby, till the end Girl, I'm right here Ain't nobody gotta hold you Cause I'm right here Ain't nobody gonna control you Cause I'm So I really like this song And I tried to put it on a uh, On a rub mix And DJ Eleven said I couldn't put it on there Because it's Justin Bieber And he just didn't He didn't want Justin Bieber's name On the shit This is when this album came out Like at the end oh. of the summer Whatever this, oh, so this, is, so this is Biebs. I didn't even know who this was. Yeah, this is Justin Bieber featuring Drake. It's just like a uh, cut. I mean... I never heard this record. It's a good record. It sounds like it's produced by Ryan Leslie, actually. I don't know who produced yeah. it. But... I would, I would really have to, like... Biebs needs to have that, like, justified record for me to, like, fuck with him, you know? You still can't fuck with it because it's because it's Justin Bieber. I mean, it's a good record, but I mean, it's just like Boyfriend's a good record. It's more about yeah, it is, isn't it? It's it's more about just opening up the club. Like that's one of the things, like opening up in the, in the Justin Bieber thing. Like uh that I, makes white girls think they can get away with anything. Yeah, it's it's a it's a it's a lane that I just can't touch. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Uh, I want to play. Uh, a song that you just dropped very recently, which is your uh, Let's Have a Kiki yeah. remix. I turned work. I turned work. work. I turned work. I turned work. 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 I turned work. I turned work. work. work.
the Scissor Sisters is a weird thing. Uh, I, for some reason, get them mixed up with like, is it Brazilian girls? Brazilian girls, girls yeah. Yeah, and Brazilian girls suck. Brazilian girls have some cool records. I'm not really that. They have a few records which are okay. I've seen them play in it. And it was embarrassing. Oh, I even know. I think I may have played a show with them. They like they played earlier, and I played later for in the same club, but for two different promoters. Oh, yeah. It's some shit where like European people in ten years will still go see the Brazilian girls. Yeah. Because they're not music heads like that, but they know that they like that one group. Yeah. I don't know much about the Brazilian girls, though. So. Where's the Scissor Sisters from? They're from New York, I think. I think they're all from around New York. Okay. Yeah. I mean, they're. I didn't know this song before before you remixed it, and I went back and listened to it. It's good. But yeah, the original's really dope. It's like yeah. a good. It's like ballroom house almost. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's like it's almost like Vogue or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. It's good because it's semi-popular, so it's good to like play like you know it's actually really popular. It's like it's good to like have a record like that that you can just like play, which is good. The original. Yeah, it's also. I really like making remixes uh bootleg remixes of shit because when you start when you start with a with a framework like okay this is in this key and this has a vocal yeah it's so much easier to write to it just in terms of your confidence than like starting with a blank slate like you you could you could start with a blank slate and say okay i'm gonna write this song it's gonna be in this key you know and i'm gonna get vocals on it but it's just such a mentally like much more of a climb for me than starting with some shit that I already know is good. Yeah, I'm sort of actually the opposite. I don't really do much bootlegs, you know. Uh-huh. I've, I've done like I started out doing them, but what I actually work on more than anything is I work on a lot of originals. I mean, I well, you know, I'll do the bootleg lots of you know because you know that that's a great song. That's like a e that like writes itself, you know. So that's true to one thing, you know. When you have an acapella like that. It's it's easier to get it done, right? You know, so I can agree on that level. But I sometimes the whole process of the whole thing is just I would just rather just go do my own thing, you know. Listen to this and tell me what you think of it. Cool. Devil made me do it when really I've been craving for days to misbehave with you And I know if I caught you not the type to save me But I'll be brave and take the blame if we can just misbehave kitty vibe. It is, yeah The devil made me do it when really I've been craving for days to misbehave with you And I know if I caught you not the type to save me <laughs> like I, I mean, the beats are always cool Yeah It's not bad music, but it's like not my thing yeah, I kind of like it and hate the idea of it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I, it's honestly, I'm too old for that. You know, I'm too old and I'm like too. I like. I can only really deal with like, unless it's super highly lyrical. I can really only deal with like, you know, drug dealer or strip club rap or like street rap. You know. Uh-huh. I mean, or anything, like, or unless it's like really good lyrical rap. I yeah. just can't relate to that, you know? Like, so it's it's hard for me to like deal. Yeah. I, 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 it's, I, I feel like obviously people like her. I, I totally see why people like her. Mm-hmm. And that's good for them because they obviously they need that sort of thing. But like, I don't really like, yeah, I just can't do that. It's, it's, 
you know it's not bad music but it's, it, it'll never be like i don't think she's like you know making music for like black dudes in the 20s you know who like you know who like it's it's obviously not for me you know do you think do you think there's a line anymore it's weird okay i mean here's an example i can give is that das racist there's a lot of hood rappers that fuck with das racist even though to me it's not I mean it's it's barely rap and I feel the same way about Riff Raff and, a, 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 and there's a bunch of other shit that's that's like that I'm not saying that that's Kitty Pride, but I think the kind of people who like Kitty Pride are also a lot more open to like Riff Raff or uh, Das Racist or something like that than, than I am coming from you know East Coast 90s well I mean fan I, I, I'm, you know, I'm like younger, so I, I, I'm an East Coast '90s fan. But I also like get down like all the other stuff, you know. Oh yeah, me yeah, too, no yeah, doubt. Yeah, yeah, you know, but just look, you know, just the difference. It's always how, you know. I, I, I think is that the one thing is that I'm not mad. Das racist, like I think they can rap, and the lyrically they have some good stuff that's really, you know. Yeah, they're so, real funny. You know, and I'm like, I'm not mad at them. And then like, you know, Riff Raff, he has like a little bit of swag to him, and like the thing is, is like it's at. I, I, I don't like you can't the divide I mean it's just it's just it's just like an art it doesn't have to be totally right you know and I'm not even mad I'm like I actually like Riff Rap I, I like like his videos I still feel he has that hip hop you know you know you know I think it really is the thing about Kitty Pride that really gets me about why is that it's of every it's the absence of swag that's just like not there that like I just can't get down with you know it's like people could say yo Das racist like they're swagging in the, in the club you know like they're riff raff he has his, he has more swag than like a lot of you know rappers that we wish they could have he has that thing Kitty Pride I I'm like not up I'm not like a insecure white girl I can't like really it's not made for me yeah it's kind of tepid <laughs> yeah you know and that's that's what it you know but there's people that need that you know yeah yeah. Ah, yeah, it's, it's got really, it's, it's really dope. I like it. It's got that, but it sounds like UK. It sounds like really like right. Well, it's it's Clive Stroke and somebody else. Let's see who it is. Uh, Cry Wolf with a K. Oh, uh, Cry, Cry Wolf. Wolf. Yeah, Cry Wolf. They, um, I think they did a the record on. They do a record on Party Like Us, Trouble Bass or something. I okay. think it might be UK. Okay. That part. This is dope, right? Like a um. I'd fuck this with this one. Yeah, yeah, this is good. Wait, what record is this? I House Call. It's Boston Bun. Oh, yeah, it's that Boston Bun. What's this out on? This is on. Um, Ed Banger. Ed Banger, yeah. yeah. Boston Money He's like the lean house dude Exactly yeah. yeah This is dope I mean I'm a pro this at all times I, I mean I, I like this lean Yeah It's a good You know the, the fact that dance music Can be at any tempo now Yeah Is the best thing that You know That could have That could have happened Yeah I love uh, A lot of Um 
not blindly, but obviously, like, I make money off of it. So yeah. I, I, it, whether or not I'm, I'm playing a ton of it, uh, I'm invested in it. Um, it. It's funny to me that people were like, oh, yeah, slow house music. Like, there, there's kind of been slow house music for a while, but I feel like there's not... There wasn't as much slow house music that hits like this because this is jacking in a way that like you know bearded DFA disco kind of shit wasn't. Yeah, I mean it's got that vibe. I mean that's the thing. It it bangs. It's good. It's throw this stuff at all times. I mean this is it's good. It's 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 sexy, you know, and like you need that little sexy time, you know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, that's a really good point. I just love that that keyboard bass too. It's just so tight. It's so acidy about bringing it all the way there. It's good, you know. It just it holds back just a little bit. Right, yeah, 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 yeah. It doesn't like scream at you. Yeah, I, I would never ever have the restraint to do that. <laughs> I don't have that restraint. I, I just don't. You have just gotta it. make it wide open. Uh, uh, it's good. There's, there's no way I'm gonna make my filter not go all the way open. <laughs> it's gonna go all the way open. It's. I, I, is that is that just in acid or is that in light? That's that's well, you know, I I keep it calm, but I, I sort of go for it. That's that's my personality. It's really hard for me. Like I'm very chill, but I just can't. Like it's not gonna. You know, that's, that's why I like all this stuff. It's, I mean, I, I've actually started making more and more, like, younger sounding music. Yeah. Like, recently, like, more and more. And not because the kids are young, but that's just, like, how I feel. Like, I get yeah. really bored. Yeah, yeah. And, and and that's the thing listening to that remix, uh, the Scissor Sisters remix earlier, is that uh, it, it gets live as hell, yeah. like, three minutes in. You know, shit starts getting screechy and crazy sounding. Like, yeah. I like that. Yeah, I don't. I mean, also like the long intro days. Like, I I just don't fuck with long intros anymore. Yeah. It's because people listen to. It's not like dance music isn't DJ music anymore. So if you want a long intro, you make a long intro for the DJs, or they could figure out how to loop up the intro. They have tracks or whatever. They could do what needs to be if they need a long intro. Yeah. Yeah. But. Most of the time, people will be listening to your music on iPod or SoundCloud. Yeah. Is, and so you have to think, I mean, obviously it doesn't have to be, you know, you could be the bar link, but you want it to be interesting to a point, whether it's melody, whether it's anything from the beginning, because that's how people want to listen to it. Right. If you're going to start with drums, you need to start with the best fucking drums in the world. Of all time. Yeah. Do you fuck with like headphones, dance music? Do you walk around and listen to to music that you that's like completely outside the club? I don't ever listen to music. I walk around like maybe every once in a while if I'm like on a plane or traveling somewhere, I'll uh-huh. listen to music. But um, in the gym, I listen to dance music in the gym. But uh, that's not shit like this at all. No, it's, it's, I listen to lots of dubstep and do the time in the gym. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I lift weights to dubstep. It's off the best <laughs> thing in the world. That's the most gross thing I'm so thing glad ever. we got we got to this. <laughs> it's fucking amazing. Yeah, I fucking, I put it all on. 
There's your tagline right there. That's your bio. <laughs> I lift weights. This is with white girls. Lift weights to dubstep. Yeah. Um, but what this is? Yeah, I mean, this is cool. This sounds like some like I don't I don't know. It's not like my thing. I I, I can see playing this. It's kind of fast though, but it's I don't even know. Or it could be slow. It's one of those rhythms I can't tell. My only thing is that I, I like it. I would never do a record like this because I don't. It doesn't sound like somebody that was is from America. It's always weird to have like a, a vocal sample that doesn't say anything. That's, yeah, yeah. That, but I think that's cool. That's like a it's mad rizzo of him to just like use a sample that doesn't say anything. But yeah, he's also would use a sample that says something. So it's, yeah. Well, he would also be talking about shit on top of it too. Yeah. Uh, here. This one takes a minute to kick in. Oh wait, what's this? No, no. Sounds like magnetic man, I need air, but it's not. Tell me that you love me when you know you don't love me, but I guess it's all good. Rihanna Fire. Ooh, who did this beat? Um, Stargate and Chasing Status. Ah, Chasing Status on all that shit. This is fire. Oh, and going to pony. Yeah, some winner. Yeah, I like Rihanna. She makes classy ratchet music. <laughs> Yep. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Right at that moment is when I play Genuine Pony. I just can't go to this. Oh, I'll hip hop night. Oh, uh, this needs to happen in the hip hop night because, because the thing is, is that there's so many records like that want to go there, that should be going there, and it's just no crossover, you know? Yeah. And it's like, especially with how hard I stop with how hard like dance music is and like the pop dance music and all that stuff yeah. how hard it is when you start to like start dropping out just like some of the other stuff you go like hmm it's cool but you really don't know when like on on some of those records which like I don't even know but like some hip hop records I like try to play but like there's like such a loss in energy yeah well like Chief Keef is a really good example because that record like it has that feeling to it where you want to punch somebody but at the same time it like doesn't have any energy in it at all yeah and that's it's good to mix it in I mean that's obviously why the whole trap thing is, is always good oh, I'm gonna play this tonight this is called Jump <laughs> it's kind of ridiculous so good And they, and they made the yeah sound like the yeah from Pony. Yeah. Really good. Really good. I feel like most 
DJs are never too cool for this. It's my fault. Okay, I get it. You ain't pick up your calls. I'm well, who's this rapper right now? This is. You know you did it. The rise and the fall. Of course, it doesn't. Just it. You say it's my fault. Okay, I get it. You ain't answer your calls. I'm like, forget it. It's the rise and the fall. It's the rise. It's Kanye. It's Kanye. It's Kanye. Sounds like Kanye. Sounds like Kanye. Yes, this is a beggar. Riding my pony, my saddle. More chances to play dubstep. <laughs> Do you play much dubstep? Oh, I fuck with the dubstep, but I fuck with trap. Okay. I don't go too hard into the bro shit that hard, but I fuck with it. It's dope. I told yeah. you get on my level, bitch. You can get on the shelf. Coke prices is higher than which was it for tone in my town. I just got me belt. My slippers is clean. All I wear, true religion, I pay the grip of the jeans. I got a lust for the cream. I need a money machine. I need a money machine. I need a money machine. I see you doing your thing, but it ain't nothing to me. So when you looking at me, I give you something to see. I say I'm incredible. For some reason, I didn't get around to listening to the Two Chains album until this week. It's a lot better than it has any business being. It's pretty good. I mean, Two Chains is a good rapper. You know, he's really good. But I don't really get around to checking much hip hop records. I checked the Mano record that was on this because Mano produced the record on this. Million Dollar Mano. Yeah. Shut up. You can tell your girl I need to go back and look at that. Man, I keep it 100. I don't need no spare change. Some do it for the I love Mano and Hollywood Hope. Those are the They breathe with such a good energy wherever they come. And that whole crew treated crew that I could actually Yeah, yeah. The first time I met them, I was DJing at the Fader Court like six years ago. And I was playing like the proper villains remix of Gucci Mane pills. And they were breakdancing. It was like the weirdest thing, but so cool. Good. I would never play this record though. It's good to listen to though. It's good like solid rap music. Yeah. I feel like um there's so few good rap album cuts now. You know, like you, you very rarely hear something on Hot 97 that isn't either a single or something that just like overwhelmingly got support in the club. Yeah, I mean. But there are a lot of album cuts which are like, but you're overwhelming to get support in the club. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah. The album cut it. Yeah, nobody. I mean, you know, I mean, I'm a big Meek Mill fan. He has records like that, though. Which I, but it's not going to be a radio record, and it's not radio records. The Meek Mill, that, that's funny that you mentioned that because I wanted to play Meek Mill next. Uh, because you're from Philly, um, and you had to see Meek Mill coming like way before yeah. New York heads did. Yeah, I was watching all. I mean, I, I was watching all his freestyle videos and all that stuff like consistently. Like, I, I stay up on Philly rap pretty hard. Yeah, it. Um, I think Emil um, from from CrossFaded Bacon was talking about this that uh, 
the, the annoying thing about McMill being so popular is that now everybody in Philly is trying to rap like McMill when it used to be a landscape of like all this, these different kind of dudes. No, you see, but that's not exactly true, okay, because that's how Philly always goes. Like, I used to be a rapper in Philly as a kid coming up. I used to go around battling people every when it first came out, when the state property came out, everybody was like this, now come back and go flat. Hit it with the gap, back, attack, get back. That whole flow, everybody in Philly was doing that. That's, that's, that's actually the thing that he said is that when Freeway was out, everybody was trying to rap like Freeway yeah. back then, and this reminds him of that. Yeah, and then, and then, and then also, Meek's flow also sounds like it comes from that. You know, it's like, you know, it's, you know, like, it's like, from, it's from Petey Crack. Yeah, and PD, PD Crack Freedia, was from Freeway. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's all the same thing. And, and everybody in those things, if you watch those rap videos, they all have the same sort of flow and the same sort of stop and pause because when it comes to Philly rap, a lot of what's going on is people aren't making songs. People are battling. Yeah. And so when you're doing the battling thing, but it's still flow based, people, they're always the pause behind that always time. So it's like real da 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 pause, you know? And then it's like a comedian leaving the room for a punchline. Yeah, and, and lots of times what happens is like it doesn't happen that much anymore, but I remember lots of times it happened. You go rap and you go like this, like I'm frog, I'm on the block, on the block. Like your heads will even repeat your lines that everybody's spitting written rap lines. Yeah. So it's all like that sort of thing. Did you did you listen to this album, to the Meek Mill album? I listened to the Meek Mill album. I wanted it to be so much more than what it is. I, I really love the Meek Mill album. I, I'm a Philly bias, so I'm like just going to... He's like one of the rappers that I listen to. Yeah. I don't really listen to like a lot of rappers, but I do, you know, just because like dance music and stuff. But I listen to Meek Mill. I listen to a lot of it. And you fuck with it? Hard. Like, Mary J doesn't bother you on this? Good record. Not mad at it. It's like, okay, it's not the best, but I'm not mad. Like, everything else is banging on it. I love that. I love hearing somebody like the Meek Mill album. <laughs> it makes me feel like I can like some shit that nobody likes, <laughs> and it's all right. I have a bad Philly rap bias, so it's, All right, once again, this was Small Talk, uh, Dancers with White Girls. Can you tell people where to find you on the internet, et cetera? What's up? This is Dance with White Girls. You can find me on my Twitter, which is just dances. And you can find me on my Facebook, which is dances, facebook.com slash dances with white girls. So add me on Facebook on that, or you can find me on Twitter. It's just twitter.com slash dances. We will talk to you shortly. Peace.